DJ Playboy. <laughs> What's good, y'all? It's your man DJ Playboy back with another episode of the Perfect Talk Podcast. And I do no episode, not one, without my dog, my partner, my Girl, man. Scream like I'm Keith. Keith. What it do, Brad Yo, yo, what's happening? Oh, it's a beautiful week, man. It's getting warmer all over the Northeast. Wonderful. You entering your, your, your late 30s this week? <laughs> you know what I mean? By the time people hear yeah. this, you're going to be in your late, the, the, the latter years of your 30s. <laughs> How's it Woke feel, up man? on my born day. I'm 40. Shit ain't easy. <laughs> <laughs> That's about that. When Nas redid that shit, he couldn't even perform that shit after that. After he turned 20. He just had to be like, yo, man, I woke up woke up on my born day. I'm 45, man. I'm about to get this prostate exam right quick. <laughs> shit, I'm, hoping, like, I'm hoping I can live like Nas in my 40s. <laughs> you know what I mean? That'd yeah, be, man. Pretty, pretty dope. Did you see that Illmatic uh, documentary on uh, Netflix? No, nah, I gotta check it. Out. Is, is, it's not, is it new? Uh, I don't know how new it is, uh, uh, but it's on Netflix though. You could check okay. that out whenever you, yeah, when you whenever you get a chance. Yeah, it's just it's not deep. It doesn't go particularly deep. It's not a great uh, you know documentary. But I think like if you're a Nas fan, like you'll just appreciate it. But okay. the whole point of me saying all that is that dude looks terrific, man. <laughs> that dude looks terrific. Him and Jay Z, man. Yeah, he got a gl- yo. The dude looks terrific, man. This dude hairline been in the exact same position since he was about twenty one. Like it moved back, you know, a millimeter or two from the age of sixteen to about twenty. But then after that, it just stayed right there. Same fade. His bob is probably healthy too. You know what I'm saying? So, yo, the dude looks terrific. But yeah, man, you're gonna get older. Yeah, I gotta check that out. The funny thing you said about Nas, I, I kind of wanna like I got an electric razor that I like I shave with in the crib, um, whenever mm-hmm. I need to. Now I wanna upgrade at some point. I'm in no rush though, but so I'm like the next one I get, I probably spend some good money on. And I was like that that bevel, I was looking at their electric razor, and I was like Nas, <laughs> you the perfect spokesmodel for this shit, bro. Yo, uh, I mean to be to, to to be honest, you ain't gonna get no lineup like Nas because I be seeing nah, the bevel saying, yeah. ads on Instagram. Yeah, if you have some dude with yeah, some dude with a wild sharp shape up, and then they be like bevel, I'm like nah, it doesn't work like that, bro. Don't gas people in that way. However, the bevel it's worth it. I, I got it. It's about two hundred bucks. I seen now, it. I had the old the old faithful the 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 fifty sixty dollar Andis T outliner that. That was holding me down for about two decades, but that bevel, boy, it's it's Another worth level? it, bro. All right, that's Another good level, know. man. That's it's nice. To, that's good to know. If I if I ever make that that move into a house, that'll be my first purchase. Like, all right, it's bevel time. <laughs> he said, fuck a, fuck a couch, man. I ain't buying no sectional, but get that bevel. <laughs> You know what I mean, but uh, man, how's like I said, uh, congratulations on on reaching this milestone in, in your life. Uh, it's definitely something to celebrate. Um, we'll get to that, man. But but how's it how's it feel though? You know what I'm saying? We we grew up in that era when living past 21 was was a, a question mark. Yeah. <laughs> it was not guaranteed. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, it, you know, it's weird because I'm halfway to 74. You know what I'm saying? True. Like when you <laughs> you get closer to age. To the age of people that, you know, in your life or maybe on TV or whatever, like, you get closer to the age when they passed away. It's just kind of, uh, uh, it's a strange feeling. Like, when I was younger, you know, the dude on uh, that lived in my neighborhood passed at 40, and it was like, wow. Mm. So, you know, I'm almost I'm almost there. DMX passed at 50. True. I'm, I'm only f- uh, 13 years away from that. So, it's crazy. Like, right now, if I'm, I'm looking for a mortgage... I'm not going to pay that off until I'm 67. Mm-hmm. 
if I get a twenty year life insurance policy right now, it goes until I'm I'm fifty seven. Like it's these these little pieces of math is just like how close you are to it. However, it kind of motivates you to just live a healthy life, enjoy yourself, uh, live do, it to the fullest, people, right? Yeah, live it to the fullest. People say, yeah, man, I still feel young. Uh, you know, I think the people who say that don't reflect on how great they felt when they were 25. <laughs> they just thought they took it for granted because you, you just wake up shit. with... Yeah, you're enjoying that shit. I mean, you might be strong now because you're eating more kale and doing a couple more crunches or whatever, but uh, you, you're not... You don't feel that great. So, but I, I do feel good. So I'm just trying to keep my health in check. I just came back from the dentist. That's keep good, my shit good. right. Yeah. I, I, uh, I had my doctor's appointment. I should I should the same birthday month with you. Um, I just laid in the month, and I I, I don't, I've said this before on previous like years. I like to buy myself presents because I figure treat yourself. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? You go anybody yeah. gonna treat you as good as you treat yourself. And the big purchase I kind of want to I'm thinking for myself this this month is um a bike. I want to get a, like an actual mountain bike. Like I got I got mm-hmm. a um I had a BMX bike for some years, but you can't ride around with that. I mean that's for like doing you know what I mean riding around a parking lot or something. <laughs> Wait, but um. Yeah. That y'all kind of want to get me a mountain bike. Just for exercise. Like, walking was my big thing last year. So, you know, it's getting warmer now. So, I'm about to start back up with the walks. But just to mix it up a little bit. You know what I mean? Just to be like, all right, today we'll go for a bike ride as opposed to a walk. But you start thinking about those healthy things because... You 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 just put it in perspective. You halfway to seventy four. You know what I mean? Like oh damn, like you know what I mean? But I want I, I want to be one of those young seventy fours. I want to be one of those young you know sixty something. I want to be one of those young fifty somethings that still got the energy. Don't look their age. Right, right. Um, yeah, man. But yeah, man, we'll get definitely right in. nice to nice to to, to uh, have made it this far. Oh hell and yeah. looking forward to many more and shit like that. Definitely, because everyone does not make it this far, so definitely a blessing. Um, so yeah, man, let's get right into it. Uh, with the plick of thought of the week, man. Um, I think I told you last episode that I, I was I was planning on canceling my YouTube TV, which is you know my only access to live television. Um, and it was funny; it actually kicked in yesterday. You know what I mean? Because you cancel it, then they they let you ride out to the end of your your billing cycle because they already billed you for that whole thing. Um, and it, it kicked in yesterday, and. It was funny because I kind of like had withdrawals. Like I didn't watch that much TV anyway. That's why I knew it was canceling it wasn't a big deal. Also went the whole Obama era with no te- live television. So I was like, I knew I could survive it. It's not a big deal. Um, and it's all not his years. Uh if I'm yeah, I think all eight years I went without live television. Yeah, <laughs> gangster, you went through two terms of no TV, man. He said, "Man, they they uh, elected a black dude. I'm done. I don't need to see no more." <laughs> when did you put me on the sling? I'm trying to think. Whenever you put me on the sling is when I got on to back on the live television. Okay, yeah. So it was like I was, I, but I really didn't feel like I. Was, I think maybe that's why I'm. I, I like I'm. I, I kind of I get a lot of things from podcasts. Uh, YouTube, social media, you know what I mean? Like, I I, I kind of get my information like that. But um, it was funny because I turned on, I, yesterday, I, like, I turned on the YouTube TV just to make sure it was cut off. And it was like, damn, I, I don't know. I felt like these weird withdrawals. Like, I felt like, is it really, is it true? <laughs> is it happening? Yeah. But I guess it's, 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 it's like a, a testament to our times where you really don't need live television. You know what I mean? Like, literally, if something that was that important happened, I would go to YouTube, you know what I mean, and use their live aspect of it or whatever that you could do on YouTube um to get stuff cuz I saw I was watching the riots when like like uh, or the protests I should say when George Floyd uh first had had got murdered um a lot of this stuff I was watching was on YouTube right right yeah and you yeah, uh, I mean, yeah that that makes sense yeah i mean like uh i think you had told me something like um your daughter doesn't fully grasp the concept of live tv like to just sit there and be like oh well 
Peppa Pig starts at this, so I'm gonna go sit down at 3 p.m. Yeah, and I be never, there for half an hour and watch. <laughs> never it had that experience in this in this house. Nah, not with her. She 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 thinks it's just an all day. You can watch what you want, like a buffet. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, which is, it's, I mean, which is cool though. I think like we, it, it was funny because um, I was watching something with my girl yesterday. It was an Oprah interview, but it wasn't. I don't. I, I think she thought I put it on because of Oprah, and I put it on because of the person she was interviewing, which was like uh, my doctor, and he was, you know, he was talking about um, you know, just just um, what was he talking about? Like how to manifest certain things within your life, and just you know, just being holistic in terms of you know your health and in terms of meditating and things like that. Which you know, I mean, I'm into. Um, but I had turned it on and she was like, you really watching Oprah right now? And I'm like, to me, I'm like, how, how, like, cause it was an age gap, obviously. And I'm like, damn, you don't know how big of an influencer Oprah is <laughs> before influencer was a term. And then I thought about yeah. it. And I was like, she, she really don't. Oprah to her, Oprah's the, you get a car, you get a car, you get a car. <laughs> and I was like, that's, that's dope. That's like crazy how, you know what I'm saying? Like it is over time. Like. Because Oprah was in an era of live television, right? So right. even though her show wasn't live, everyone had 10 channels. And so a lot of people were watching the same thing at the same time. So you know what I'm saying? Like that that gave Oprah's popularity. It put it through the roof. Because and now it's hard to reach that status of doing what Oprah does. Because there's so many different options of what you could be watching at that moment in time. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, and then Oprah had her different phases. So like even us, we missed a certain phase of Oprah, but we were we still made it to one of Oprah's live TV phases, as far as mm-hmm. like the phase of her, um, her fame or whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean that's 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 interesting that she didn't she she wasn't able to fully appreciate um, like Oprah's height controlling live TV more or less for like an hour a day. Yep. And I was, but it, but it made me realize it's like I don't need and like I said I probably will eventually get like a um maybe sling or something like that or maybe back in the fall um with, with more sports around I might go back to YouTube TV but um for me really right now like I I got Hulu I got uh, Netflix you know what I'm saying and I so like this stuff I, I, and there's enough stuff on those two that I want to watch I got Disney Plus if I want to hook HBO Max back up again. That's not a big deal. You know, I'm $15 a month. You know what I mean? Like, to me, it was just yeah. like, it was, the whole point of me doing it was to cut costs. And I was looking at it, and it was like, this is turning into a cable bill. <laughs> I was like, this is getting, this is getting a little out of hand. So I was like, all right, cool. Like, let me, let me cut back a little bit. Let me see what I could do without. Let me try to, yeah. try to live without some things. You know what I mean? Which is, I think it's good to do every once in a while. Well, yeah. And they, they creep, they, those bills creep up on you. That's what's crazy about streaming and, and um, cutting the cord. You might as, well, not, you might as well get a cable bill, but it's like, to your point of is, is costing almost that much. Like for instance, um, I did a free trial of Epics EPIX. And okay. if you're asking what is Epics, I don't know, but I paid for it. Right. So <laughs> and the reason I paid for it last time. I think you told us last time. I so. did, right? All right. So it was because of Godfather Harlem. Yep. Yeah. So it was a fr- one week free trial, but then I was like, damn, I gotta see the, the one the one week, seven days came up and I was like, damn, I gotta wait till the next next episode drops. So I waited. Then that, then I re- realized I was waiting too long. So I was like, man, I'm, I canceled it. And I'm like, I'm going to subscribe again when everything is on. And I'll just binge it. That's how you but have to then, do it. So, right. So that was that $6 for the month. And then I just subscribed to Showtime. That's about 10 bucks a month to watch City on a Hill. Man, mm, this, mm. this shit adds up. I just canceled HBO Max mm-hmm. just because I wasn't watching nothing. I just kept it for Judas and the Black Messiah because... You know, got anything black. If they just started, if they just flooded it, essentially anything black 
but for some reason I won't subscribe to BT Plus. I gotta figure <laughs> that out. Something about <laughs> that is just like not appealing, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'll be honest with you, man. It is messed up. <laughs> Why do I keep ordering from Amazon instead of going to a local store? I, I don't know, man. I got to get my life right. Nah, it, yeah, but no, nah, you have to do it that way. But it was even, like I said, even canceling the subscription felt weird. It felt like, am I going to miss it? FOMO. It literally is FOMO. It, you know what I'm saying? Right. What am I going to miss out on by not by canceling this? And it's like, nah, you got to, the way they the way they do you with them bills, you got to turn it back around on them. And, and now we have the no contracts and the stuff like that. Now we actually have the power to do it. Remember cell phones and all that with the contracts? <laughs> yeah. You locked in, you be like, damn, they got me for life. <laughs> two years, man. It felt like life at the time. I just signed on yeah, another bro. two years with these niggas, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, uh, to, uh, to your point of feeling like you're missing, something, missing out on something, uh, the same thing with Judas and the Black Messiah. I was like, all right, I'm, I'm canceling HBO Max now after I finish the movie. Then I, then I was like, damn, they're about to release Godzilla and uh, I think King Kong. Mm-hmm. And then. I was like, what am I thinking? I don't give a shit that much of a shit about Godzilla and King Kong because it's not like it's not like when we were younger, like when that comes out, you know another fire movie like that's not coming out until the following year. It's like, no, I could go on Netflix and literally find something, add it to my queue, and in a week I forget about it because there's just so much shit to watch and I'm not yeah. going to miss no Godzilla, so... Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's man. real. It's real in the, in the entertainment game. It's it is hard to crack through because there's just so many options out here, man. But uh, oh, let's get right into this first topic, man. I know we were celebrating last episode um, that Derek Chauvin was found guilty on all three charges that he was accused of in the murder of George Floyd. But now, Keith, it looks like his uh murder, his uh, sorry defense team is trying to seek a new trial. Um, he was convicted last month, and they have now filed uh, court documents looking for a new trial on the basis of uh, prosecutorial and jury misconduct, errors of law at trial, and a verdict that is contrary to law. It's like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> so what I got to say, so this is a continue on that TV thing, right? So like, um, so you who was it that made that joke? It might have been Chris Rock that said they went to the strip club and he's like, man, they being bougie in here. I'm out of here. Like something, something to that effect. Yeah, yeah, Chris. Uh, yeah, I think it was Chris Rock. I think it was. <laughs> let's let's say it's Chris Rock. Uh, yeah. We we're not gonna fact check that here, but uh, so I went on YouTube. I got YouTube TV. Just kind of flicked around the news, and it was like Derek Chauvin. Next channel, Derek Chauvin. Next channel, some uh, somebody in North Carolina shots. I'm like, man, it's dark in here. I'm going mm-hmm. somewhere else. That's you know I changed to Netflix. So to that point, I heard about this, and I'm like, this is not, not really breaking news. You're telling me somebody got convicted of murder and they're appealing. Uh, yeah, like it should be <laughs> breaking coming, news right? if he doesn't appeal. <laughs> yeah, I mean you have to. You you have to like if you're convicted of murder, it's got to be like yo, I'm gonna you know whatever. So I wouldn't be surprised. I, I would just keep whatever little faith you have in the criminal justice system. Keep that. Um, you know, continue to speak up and all that stuff. But as far as him and his legal team trying to, you know, defend whatever it is that they defend in, then not surprised. I, like I said, the the last episode, it's all very depressing. And this this news here, I don't, I don't even study it that much. 
You, you can't, you can't, man. Something else that that like I said, you seen this one coming, right? Like you got, it, you yeah. knew that it was such a high profile case, and if they could, they would. You know, what I mean, even when the judge had made comments about when Maxine Waters, um, right? It was, it was yeah, kind of, Maxine Waters, I believe, made comments about yeah. uh the, the the trial before the verdict came out. He even said like you kind of giving him an invite to like have to now appeal this. It was like so you kind of seen it coming at that point. Well, like you said, let's just hope justice prevails and. That um, it's not a situation where we it's like a smack in the face back to us. But something else that I seen coming was after those uh, protests that we seen last year, a little bit more than a year ago around this time, um, when George Floyd was murdered. Um, a lot of states have decided they're going to respond, GOP-ran states, with anti-riot laws. Um, basically, which, which really translates to anti-protest laws. <laughs> if you really want to want to uh, break it down, um, there have been 90 bills targeting protests. Um, they've been introduced across 35 states since May of last year, um, which is like, you know, unprecedented. Um, and some of the things are so silly in, in like Kentucky, you it's a crime now to taunt or insult the police. <laughs> which which is crazy. Now I'm not gonna lie. I remember seeing some of them protests where we in the heart of COVID and I seen some cops just getting people just yelling straight up in their face. <laughs> not gonna lie they 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 better people than me <laughs> you know what i'm saying right. to just sit there and and take that like like one of them british soldiers outside of buckingham palace you know what i mean yeah like, <laughs> you better people but but now it's a crime to taunt or insult police even insult like um in a, in indiana and minnesota there are bills that'll cut state benefits to anyone convicted of unlawful assembly so you get caught at one of these protests <laughs> your state benefits can now be cut which is I like I, that just seems like a violation of human rights <laughs> in general, like among others. Um, and then they got the ones that are silly. The, the silliest one that I think I've seen where uh, there are a few states that have extended immunity to drivers who unintentionally hit, hit protesters with their cars. Florida and Oklahoma passed That's measures crazy. offering civil protection uh, for, for those accused of that this spring. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's um, that, you know, the culture wars in politics. Like, there's always politics has often been about culture, always been about culture. In fact, now it's, it's to a different level where it's all about culture. Where like people will get up and not talk about any particular policy, they'll just be like culture. Like it's all about the radical left. It's all about uh, people trying to take your freedom of speech, and they don't like you, and they hate you, and man, that that uh. Think they call it demagoguery is just it's dangerous and just unproductive. And I think a lot of this comes from that that culture warring type stuff. Like, oh, if you have Black Lives, they probably that probably, probably doesn't say in the laws Black Lives Matter, but it's coded. Like, it's like, mm. oh, if you in a certain kind of protest, then it's probably a fashion of protest and that kind of fit the description of how these people protested during you know post George Floyd and post Ahmaud Arbery mm-hmm. because. Well, firstly, the country was built on protest, right? And then the most, well, they, when they went beyond protest and straight up insurrection was the Civil War. Mm-hmm. And people revere that shit. They're like, yeah, man, they fought for what they believed in and they fought for whatever. But it's like, okay, well, these people, it's not even fighting. They just, they, they're being extremely outspoken. To let you know that some, something ain't right. Then they code it into law and say, well, nah, you're going to lose everything if you if you get down with that. It's crazy. Yeah. Hitting, hitting a protester with a car 
you're just like, oh, nah, you could, nah, we, we, we decriminalize and that. All that stuff is which, which, it's all, all very bizarre. But yeah, because you know it's not going to be held to the same standard. Like every time I drive past a Planned Parenthood, I see people out there with anti-abortion signs. You telling me like mm-hmm. somebody runs on them over with a car, they're going to have immunity? Like, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, <laughs> I highly doubt that. You know what I mean? And it's like, like you said, it, it's been coded uh, to to target one particular group of people, similarly to like the laws that have been uh, made to uh, make it make voting harder in, in several states. You know what I mean? Like, so it's, um, and of course, you're going to hear the response that this is done to protect property, right? This is done to stop those buildings you saw being burnt or, or quote unquote looted, Um but there was an analysis done by like uh, ABC um, that said uh, twelve thousand. There were there were twelve thousand demonstrations over the last year. Um, most were found to be peaceful, and actually ninety six percent had no property damage. Ninety eight percent had no injuries reported. Um, and that, oh sorry, that was from um, the Crowd Counting Consortium at the University of Connecticut. So it's like, so we're doing this for two percent of, <laughs> of of situations that happen. You know what I mean? But I think yeah. you know. The people seen it on TV and they got scared. It scared the it scared the shit out of them. You know. What yeah, I mean? I mean, the thing that sucks about it is that a lot of these people, right, conservatives, they, 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 they think they have a monopoly on on being patriots, right? Like that nobody who's anyone who's not in your culture cannot be a patriot, mm-hmm. and they they have a, a great reverence as they should for some of our our freedoms as Americans, like freedom of speech and. And well, they kind of go overboard with the freedom of to bear arms, but that's another story. But they they enjoy these freedoms. They enjoy the culture of just speaking speaking your mind and holding your representatives uh, and your leaders to account. But no, this ain't right. I don't like it. So now, when other people do who are not necessarily of their culture, it's a, it's a problem. So mm-hmm. if you have a Black Lives Matter protest and people just you know, angry and they're yelling and they're, they're unhappy and letting you know about it. It's it, it's an issue, but they want to say that these motherfuckers held. I forgot where it was. We may have spoken about it already in Minnesota, or something like that. These dudes held a standoff with sheriffs, and then when it was done, it's like, all right, man, sorry for that misunderstanding. And that was it. And they probably got arrested on some stupid mis- misdemeanor or something. But that was it. Mm-hmm. It's all right. very crazy. Culture yeah. wars is is very uh, horrible. No, and and that same energy that you're putting into making these bills, right? You could be fighting the same injustices that these people are protesting about. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, as opposed to saying, "Well, let's let's do something to to find the the, the issue of why uh, black people are being killed by the police." No, let's put that energy into stopping the protest. You know what I mean? Let's right. let's stop the complaining. But it's it's, it's just like you said, Keith. It's one of those things where they think that they have the right um, to this patriotism, and and then when other people try to do it, they're how dare you? It's a how dare you moment. You know what I mean? So, um, in other news, man, I know we spoke about uh, the Johnson & Johnson vaccine being paused uh, due to blood clots. But uh, I do want to announce that the CDC and the FDA have lifted the pause on using Johnson & Johnson's coronavirus vaccine. Um, they have issued it out with the warning of blood clots, though. So, you know, it's kind of a, a do-at-your-own-risk uh, kind of situation. But um, they are saying that some people are still going to, like... Are still like have a preference for the Johnson and Johnson, um, One which makes and done, sense, man. Yeah, exactly. Like if I, 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 there are pe- a lot of people I didn't notice that are afraid of shots, <laughs> so it's like if they know that they could do it in one, um, 
then they'll bang it out. I think more like me, my personality is I don't want to go somewhere twice. If I know I could just go somewhere once and get to chill at home the rest of the time, then yeah, give me the one shot. You know what I mean? Um, and it, it's uh, there's also you know, like I said, like people that like don't, can't get the time off from work to go to, to for the two shot. You know what I mean? So they're like they are seeing the people that, that are prone to uh want to get it, but definitely want to um mention that the. FDA commissioner said that we've concluded that the known and potential benefits of the Janssen COVID-19 vaccine, which is the Johnson and Johnson, um, outweigh its known and potential risk in individuals 18 years and older. Uh, we're confident this vaccine continues to meet our standards for safety, effectiveness and quality. Uh, we recommend people with questions about the vaccine or which vaccine is right for them. Have those discussions with their health care provider. So, you know, we're back out here, Johnson and Johnson. <laughs> if that's what you want to get, you know, what I mean, my girl just got the I want to say she got uh the Pfizer, you know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. Knock it out, you know what I mean? That that, that that second shot might get you for some. That first shot might get you for some. I've heard stories of both. Um, I think uh, my daughter's grandfather was talking about how that first shot kind of hit him a little bit harder. Um, but it's, it's just the way to go because this shit is still, it's still out here. This shit, Coronavirus is, is still, you know what I mean? Like, it's still a thing. Yeah. So definitely, like, like do what you, do what you can, you know what I'm saying? There's still that vaccine um hesitancy and and although i don't necessarily agree with it i do understand where it comes from especially in certain cultures um but 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 don't just be hesitant about it and then not do anything about it you know what i mean if you really got concerns about it talk to your healthcare provider about it talk to your doctor about it you know what i mean and make the decision that you think is best for your household and uh because we gotta get back to some normalcy man i'm ready for things to open up i'm here in new york city might open up july <laughs> July first. Yep. Actually, I heard I heard full, it might be all opening. Open. Yeah, full opening. Um, which is I, 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 it's funny. I was like, what does that mean? <laughs> like, it's like I got excited <laughs> about it, and I was like, wait, where, where can I go now? <laughs> yeah, because because you we've been doing like I I, I gave us problems, man. We we've coronavirus shut shit down. Like you know what I mean? Like nothing that we've seen before. But it's like we kind of made our way around it. You know what I mean? We figured out the mask and we figured out, you know what I mean? Like, all right, well, limit the amount of people here. So it hasn't felt as limited, you know what I'm saying? To the point where now if I go somewhere and there's mad people there, I might not even feel comfortable. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I might be like, ah, shit, damn. It's, <laughs> I'm, glad all, I'm glad we're all out, but we ain't all got to be in the same place. You know what I mean? But um, yeah. no, nah, it's, 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 it's I don't know what that means, but I'm happy for it because it means we're heading in the right direction, it feels like. Yeah, definitely, man. I mean, a lot of stuff we took for granted until everyone started going nuts without them. Gyms, school, the restaurant, just normal shit. Just take it for granted. So it's nice to be getting back to some level of normalcy. It's important. Yeah, I canceled my gym membership. That was, the, I remember that was I held on to it for a while. I was like, I don't want to give it up. But then I was like, I ain't I ain't gonna feel right going back until now. And even now, being vaccinated, I still like not in a rush to just go back. Like I said, I'm trying to like just figure out what the you know what, what things are gonna look like. But I can see myself by the fall, by the fall, uh, setting up a gym membership again. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, uh, yeah I, I definitely can see that. And then, I kind of I, I kind of get withdrawals from that. Like that was a big part of my life, just being able to go there. You know what I mean? That was like even a social thing for me, so it's like it, it, it's it's crazy that that's been taken away from us. But um, that reset that reset is nice to put you in perspective of what you really want. Yeah, no doubt about it. Yeah. Um, in other news, man, let's see what's going on in the world. Keith, this is my favorite part of the show, man, because that's when I get to hit you with the have you heard? I hear some headlines and I bring them to the table to see if my man Keith has heard. 
First things up, man, Keith, have you heard? Your boy Brett Favre that made some dumb, <laughs> dumb, dumb, dumb statements um, in reference to the Derek Chauvin case. Have you heard about this? Oh, boy, I have not heard about it, but I do know that Brett Favre wears Wranglers, so it can't <laughs> be too good. Man, hit me with it. So on his podcast, which everyone has a podcast nowadays, it's crazy, but Bowling with Favre, um, Derek, uh, sorry, uh, Brett Favre came on and said, uh, I find it hard to believe, and I'm not defending Derek Chauvin in any way, I find it hard to believe, first of all, that he intentionally meant to kill George Floyd. That being said, his actions were uncalled for. I don't care what color the person is on the street. I don't know what led uh, to that video that we saw with his knees on his neck, but that man had thrown in the towel. Which is like, one of like I don't get the statement of why do you feel to say that you didn't feel he intentionally meant to kill him? <laughs> if you're going to like, like, basically, uh, like, like, disregard that's that particular statement and then go on to say oh i think what he did was wrong i think that you know that that man had thrown in the towel now you're just taking advantage of him then why would you even uh preface it with the uh, i don't think he initially meant to kill george floyd yeah uh well i mean to be fair though he uh derek chauvin was um one of one of his charges was uh unintentional murder some something to that effect something with the, the Hinting to that it was not intentional. Mm-hmm. So I'll say this. I I appreciate the fact that Brett Favre, I think he tried, I personally think just listening to it, to the quote you gave, I think mm-hmm. he tried his best to give what he was thinking, to, to convey what he was thinking without getting lit on fire. <laughs> but because we can't hide from the fact that there's a bunch of people who feel that way, mm-hmm. like more than you can imagine. Like, and it's not a small amount either. Like there's a lot of people who feel like, man, Derek Chauvin sucks as a cop and he's a killer and whatever. But I can't imagine that he meant to kill any suspect or any victims or any whatever, whatever was the case. And I know there's a lot of people who, who, who talk about it. They may be more open about it, outspoken about it on Fox news, but Trust me, there's tons of people who who think that way. And by the yeah. way, they don't all look and think a certain way. They some of them are black, some of them might be Hispanic, blah blah blah. Uh, a lot of people think that way. So, you know, I could, no, and I could agree with that. But it's just like, because yeah. because not every do you really like. If you would have told me that if I put my knee on someone's neck, all right, let's say we got in a fight, right? Like someone tried to to mess with one of my friends, and then we ended up fighting, and I put my knee on some dude's neck. Going into that, I don't know that's going to kill him if I do it for 10 minutes. I'm also not going to do it for 10 minutes. <laughs> you know right. what I'm saying? Like, I was something, something in my head doesn't, I don't necessarily need the scientific information to back it up that I'm going to, that that's going to, there's going to be some sort of damage doing that for that amount of time. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, that, that can come back, you know what I mean, in a situation. So I guess, you know what I mean? Like, it's my thing. I don't think George, um, that, that Brett Favre needs to be canceled. Like, Steve Smith. Um, responded to him on Instagram by saying, I have so much respect for the career you had, Hall of Fame, etc. Um, Hall of Fame, awards, etc. However, on this subject, Mr. Five, STFU, which means shut the fuck up, respectfully, real talk, privilege ass. <laughs> also, uh, Tory Smith went on to say that Five shouldn't be asked about any topics other than playing quarterback. Um, 
Yeah, you know I mean, and 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 this isn't the first time Favre made comments. He he's went on, um, I think a week earlier actually from making those comments, he went on a uh, show, the Andy Clavin show, and said he felt sports were becoming too political, and that fans just stopped watching because of athletes taking public stances on issues. Um, he went on to quote, "I can't uh, say the quote. I can't tell you how many people, including myself, tell me I don't watch anymore. It's not about the game anymore, and I tend to agree." When I turn on a game, I want to watch a game. I want to watch players play and teams win, lose, come from behind. I want to watch all the important parts of the game, not what's going on outside of the game. And I think general, and I think the general fan feels the same way. Um, so, like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to sit here and be like, we need to cancel Brett Favre because I don't think cancel culture gets us anywhere. It, it doesn't even educate the person who makes the mistake. But um, it, I don't agree with it. You know what I'm saying? I'll say that. I don't agree nah. with it. And and honestly, I, I like that you kind of you didn't you didn't go jump straight to the crucify him response. You know what I mean? You was kind of like, I, I can see where that's coming from. <laughs> given given his background and given where he where he at. So, you know, and I, I think we need more of that. You know what I'm saying? In, yeah. in our culture. Yeah, I, I would say that like uh I'll call his view a, a, a moderated view in which meaning that you, he wasn't like Derek Shaw was a killer, period. It's black or white and, and and in this case, you know, it's it's the one of the colors. It's straight evil, it's blah blah blah. But he gave all the nuances and all the underlying thoughts of it. And people around you feel that way. Now a lot of them don't express themselves on the internet or via podcast or on television. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people have moderated views like that. Like, damn, Derek Chauvin's a killer, but but they have but something, something, something. And I think that Brett Favre, being a very prominent person, you know, has a platform. Dude wears Wranglers. He said it out in public, and he got the, the backlash for it. That I, I, I hope he expected it. Um, I don't know if he apologized for it or what's his feelings on just the backlash, but Brett Favre is not unique in how he thinks, and that, that's just the he. And it was a and it's also mind you, it's not the other extreme where it's like, man, Derek Chauvin had was well within his right as a cop he shouldn't have been charged all that stuff he also didn't say that yeah exactly. moderated and a lot of times moderated views and i tell my niece a lot of times moderated views aren't received well because even though most people might feel like you uh the most vocal people do not feel like you they feel one extreme or they feel the other exactly exactly keith have you heard caitlin jenner is running for office in california and has made some comments about transgender girls in women's sports. I have so yes and yes. I've heard that that um she's running and she made those those comments about um uh trans transgender girls and women competing in girls and women's sports. Yep. And uh, it is very well let me let me interesting let, from the let me, from the perspective the of the world of politics. Let me say the comments before you before you say um, your views on them. She said, uh, that's why I oppose biological boys who are trans competing in girls' sports in school. It just isn't fair, and we have to protect girls' sports in our schools. Um, was She made that comment, I believe it was uh, to a TMZ reporter, um, and it's the first comment that she's made on that issue since she decided to run to replace uh, Governor um, Gavin Newsom. Yeah, I believe in, uh, yeah, in California. Um, yep. And I don't like that's and that's kind of been a debate that we've been hearing for the past couple of months. Like twenty twenty one has brought a lot of like transgender sports laws 
into effect that we've never like spoke of. I don't even, you know, what's crazy. I really don't even know what my view is on that. <laughs> like until she brought it up, like I had to, to, to uh, she being Caitlyn Jenner, I had to think about it. Like, um, like all right, like you know what I mean. So I'm, and I'm trying to have to make sure I understand it. You're saying a, a young, a, so a, someone born a boy, biologically a boy, decides he wants to be a transgender uh, girl. Like imagining him playing, uh, sorry, uh, like her playing basketball now, um, or like a girl, you know, biological girl, uh, born a girl, decides she wants to be a transgender boy. Now imagining her playing football, right? Now I feel like Caitlyn Jenner didn't specify in the scenario where someone's a biological girl turns into a trans boy. You're gonna stop her from playing football. I think you'll give her the chance, right? You'll let her be like, you'll let, sorry, excuse me, you'll let him say, all right, I'm gonna go play, all right, y'all, I'm gonna. Give me a try, coach. You know what I mean? But I feel like that is a double standard for um, biological boys who decide that they want to be transgender girls. Now they can't play basketball, but you'll let them go. You'll let them be a cheerleader, right? You know what I'm saying? So I think it's it's a touchy situation. You're definitely not going to please everyone with whatever side you fall on. And I think it struck a lot of people weird because Caitlyn Jenner is a transgender person who is also a former athlete. Yeah, I think just like you, I haven't uh, studied this issue enough to form my own opinions, but I've listened mm-hmm. to other people's opinions. And I would say that well, what you're putting out there as far as the double standard thing, uh, a transgender boy, no one would have problem with him competing with other boys and men. Mm-hmm. But with a transgender girl, uh, people have a problem with her competing with uh Cis, cis girls, right? The girls, the girls who were at birth assigned the gender of female. I think yeah. that the the, the the Caitlyn Jenner's whole argument is based on is just unfair. So it's hard to so so if you were to accept that argument, the fact that boys, the fact that you wouldn't, the fact that boys, transgender boys, that there's no problem with them competing with other boys because of competitive issues. Um, I think the, the person arguing for Caitlyn Jenner would say that it's okay because transgender boys don't have um, a, a biological advantage mm-hmm. over other boys. So if they're good enough to compete with other boys, then um, to them it would be fine. So I, I think that that's the thing. But aside from that, the, the greater issue is that Caitlyn Jenner is running for governor which is another celebrity governor. California mm-hmm. has already had at least the couple that I know of, right? Mm-hmm. Ronald Reagan and Arnold Schwarzenegger. And that is, and, and is, by, by the way, it's a Kardashian. I don't think anyone's, any one of them has ever been so, I mean, Arnold Schwarzenegger is probably, is, was clearly more famous than any of them, but mm-hmm. Caitlyn Jenner, with the the past as an athlete and being in, from the the Kardashian clan, that's very interesting. Like he touches on a she touches on a whole different um, demographic. By the way, in the transgender issue, everyone who's spoken about the transgender issue before this with the athletic the the girls' athletics has been straight white men for for mm-hmm. the most part. Now you have a transgender woman, former athlete, professional athlete, like that, that viewpoint there now gives that side of the argument 
big time credibility. Yeah, but here's the thing, which is she wasn't a transgender athlete though. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like she was transgender at the time when she was an athlete. Right, I, I think which is, <laughs> I think, you know, so no, like, yeah, that that that's true. However, compared to anyone else making arguments about this issue, I don't know anyone else who has more credibility except yeah. maybe a, a, a medical doctor. Exactly, no, and I that's agree with even that. like when it comes to the question of you're talking about competition. What competition means on, on a high level. Caitlyn Jenner knows what that is from personal experience. Unless, mm. like, you have a transgender, um, let me see, a transgender woman doctor who happened to to have played some sport as both a cis male and a transgender woman. I think there's no, I don't think there's anybody who exists, uh, who exists. That's making any argument on either side of this issue right now. And I think as far as what I've heard, Caitlyn Jenner comes the closest to lived experience to be able to talk on this thing. Definitely. Definitely. Um, I think it struck some people, though. Her view on it struck some people as a surprise uh, just because she has had um, different views in the past. Um, In 2020, she was quoted saying, I think every trans person, if they're into athletics, should have an opportunity to compete and to improve themselves. I think sports is a great way to learn about yourself. Hopefully they'll have that opportunity in the future to do whatever they can do. I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Um, And now people are saying, well, did she switch her views up just to appease to the Republicans um, that she's trying to get votes from? Um, Who knows? Maybe she always felt like this. You know what I mean? It's hard to tell, but um, like you said, her her that quote definitely like like rung bells. You know what I mean? <laughs> it was heard around the world, so we'll see we'll see what comes of it, especially in an era now where uh, trans athletes are having difficulty getting um, permission to play in certain places. Um, before we get out of here, Keith, um, have you heard Kawhi Leonard's dropping music? Is that is this a joke? I have not heard, and uh, I refuse to hear it. <laughs> I heard about this the other day, man. I heard Kawhi Leonard's dropping a new track this week with Young Boy Never Broke Again and Rod Wave, right? And I've heard a little sample of it. Kawhi actually got on Instagram Live and dropped a little snippet of it. And I'm like, I'm sitting there and I'm listening. I'm like, is Kawhi gonna rap on this? Do you think he's gonna sing on this? Like, I, 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 I don't, I don't know. And then I was like, I was like, wait a minute, is Kawhi doing the Khaled? <laughs> is he just linking up his favorite artists and being like, "Yo, make a record together"? Right. Because from what I heard, I didn't hear I didn't hear his vocals on the on the track. I guess I'll have to wait till it actually drops. Um, by the time y'all hear this, hopefully it'll be out. But I didn't hear no Kawhi vocals on it, so I'm thinking he might be going the Khaled route, which actually is. Or isn't, he's going to or he's going to Pootie Tang route when he makes that record where he's just uh, <laughs> he's yelling, but he's not making no noise. <laughs> that would be very Kawhi, man. Uh, we yeah. have a pro- the song is called Everything Different, and it will be part of his uh, Culture Jam project, which will be released uh, in December of this year. So I don't, I'm looking forward to that, man. I, I want to see where Kawhi is at because no one really knows Kawhi that, but his personality doesn't really come out in interviews, um, and even on the court, <laughs> his personality doesn't come out too much. You know what I mean? So I'll be very interested to see what he drops musically. Wait, so it's like a whole album? Right now, it's just a single that he's dropping this week. But apparently, yeah, it's a it's a project that he plans on dropping this year uh, called the called Culture Jam. Okay, well, I mean, 
this is a nice little like throwback to remember when people used to just make compilations like I don't have a good example, but like the whoever whoever's Rough name Rider, is on the compilation. Rough Rider Anthem or whatever. Like Rough Rider um Rough Rider compilation with a bunch of different artists yeah. on it and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like you don't know who's the one person who's connected to it off like Somebody just slap if they have like Shaq All Stars or something like that. Shaq yeah. probably just do a the, the interlude and that's it. So I, it, this is actually pretty cool where you have a star. I don't know, probably uh, putting some funding behind this whole project, getting people together, da da da, and making some bread off it. And by the way, on a low, I'm quite probably good. I wouldn't be surprised if this dude's like a billionaire and we just never knew it because <laughs> he got he got the New Balance deal. He got the this rap thing, I don't know what else he got, but I could see him making some savvy, some savvy investments and just being chill about it. Well, imagine how much shit he's like a a silent investor about because he's not braggy like that. You know what I mean? Like there's not right. there's not people in his business to leak it out to the press. So it's like, yeah, he might he should, he might be on the low. Um, yeah. I'm thinking bigger hip hop news. Keith, have you heard your boy J Cole's dropping another album? Okay, nah, I have not heard J Cole. He's the he's the richest dude to ever act this broke. Like you think, <laughs> just the richer he gets, just the the broker he appears. But like this dude is, he's, he's doing huge things. He got his whole record label. I always enjoyed the way he raps ever since he he dropped his mixtapes. So yeah, I mean that's exciting news. Definitely exciting that uh, May fourteenth will be the release date for his next album called The All Season. He dropped the the cover art. And he seems to be really excited about it, you know. what I mean, um, he's doing he's doing huge things, and ju- just like musically, you know what I'm saying. Like J Cole is just one of those artists where you're excited about just to hear anything he does. He drops, and it's not even like his albums be feature heavy. His, you know what I'm saying? He likes to do a lot of things himself. The beats, the the he doesn't even have 500 uh, different artists on there. He definitely does his own thing. And, and and the last project, Kod, was a banger. I was excited about that. So. I want to yeah, that was, that was an extra dope. That was an extra dope joint. And, that, and the fact that he's naming this um, after basketball. Lately, he's been really on his basketball shit. I think he got a trainer and all that. Mm. Uh, and, and, you know, they had a, that funny little rumor that he wants to try out for a ball team. I don't know about all that, but I watched, like, the little snippets of him playing. He, he could ball now. Mm-hmm. Then when he first came out, and I'm like, you know, all this shit was named after basketball, the warm-up and all this type of stuff. And I was like, yo, he better be able to ball with all this basketball shit. Like, but I saw him play in one of them celebrity games. I'm like, yo, this dude is trash. How is he naming all this shit after basketball? <laughs> Got basketballs and all his album covers and, and varsity jackets. But lately, he he now he's earned it. He got the juice now because that he he could ball, man. He'd be raining threes from all types of different distances. And his own sneaker. Oh, word, word. That was, that was Puma, right? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. He probably was just into like 2K before. Now, now <laughs> that pressure was on him. Like people was expecting him to be nice. Like, damn, son, I thought you could ball. He's just like, damn. Right, I guess I gotta get me a trainer. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when he linked up with famous people who could actually ball as he got richer, and they're like, yo, I thought you could ball with it. You can't ball. He's like, oh man, y'all can't be clowning me like that. Come on, Quavo. Come on, Michael B. Jordan. You can't do me like that. <laughs> Yo, Keith, that's another episode in the books, man. Always a pleasure talking to you, Keith. Where can people find you out on social media, man? Instagram, me and my underscore 35. You can find your boy DJ Playboy on Instagram at Plicka P-L-I-C-C-A-P-E-E-Z-Y. 
Um, also, you can catch Perfect Talk Podcast on Instagram at Perfect Talk Radio. Um, also, we got a website. We got a website, man. Check us out, www.perfecttalkpodcast.com. Every episode of the Perfect Talk Podcast, uh, Perfect Talk Podcast, <laughs> my uh, radio show, The Night Shift, and my other radio show that I do with my brother, DJ Show, Money Talks Radio. Go check that out. Um, also, every episode of Perfect Talk Podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Spotify, uh, wherever you're podcasts are distributed so leave a uh comment you know let us know what you think leave a review leave a rating we we, the, we love that um and show some love man we like doing this for y'all keith what you watching on television nowadays brother you just started invincible so the superhero cartoon on prime it's a cartoon right is it good i heard good things yeah it's pretty good i mean it's so far so good I'm about three episodes in um on my Google, or, on the Rotten Tomatoes, it's like ninety or one hundred percent, something like ninety eight percent or something like that. Is it a comedy or just drama? Um, I don't know. It's just cartoon. <laughs> I don't know. It's just a super. It's like comic book stuff, so it's not extra super duper heavy, but still people getting their head ripped off. So I guess it's <laughs> like uh, comedy. It's comic book stuff. Yeah, like it's not funny. I'm not chuckling, but I'm not like it's not. I'm not crying at nothing. Got you, got you. Yeah, yeah, so it's like in that superhero Marvel DC kind of universe, um, stuff like that. Okay, I give it, I give it, a, yeah, I give it a whirl. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, man. Always a pleasure talking to you, brother. Everybody out there. Oh man, shout out to um, bookstore Ricky, Reddit Ricky, man. Feel better, homeboy. You know he's a little under the weather right now, so we definitely want to send our thoughts and prayers out to him. And uh, another episode in the books, man. Say goodbye to the people. Peace. Peace.